We're in the middle of Amir al-Akam. We're discussing the halachas of a goy doing a malacha for a yid on Shabbos Kodesh. Maskim, up to number three, right? I think that's what we're holding. Shea three, right? On this Nakuda, just so we know what we're holding. David, you with me? A goy do... Huh? I believe so. You believe so. You believe correct. Well, up to Shea number three, a goy doing a malacha for a yid. What is the halacha of a goy does malacha for a yid? Do you like that or not? Hello? Way too early in the morning for this. No? Shlaimelani? Are you allowed to have anah, yes or no? No. Does it make a difference what type of anah? Yes. What, oh, what's the difference? Psst, wow, beautiful. It all depends if it's real direct anah, like putting on a light or on the air conditioning, or is it indirect? I like that. I said it differently last time. I think your way is a nice agadara. Direct, what did you call it? First degree? First hand or second hand or first degree, second degree, whatever it may be. So the general halacha is that it will be okay if you're not getting direct or first hand um, from that. Now the only problem with this is a malacha done in public. Something that's done before the Gemara Be'esam talks about this in Shabbos Kufna and Olaf, that if you do a malacha, the Goy does a malacha for a yid in public, right? In that case, then you're not allowed to have hanah forever. What's the example that the Gemara brings? Hello. What's the example? A guy builds an orange, a coffin for a yid. You are never ever allowed to have hanaf from that. Even though Kadesh Yasu, he said yesterday, normally means you make amount, the amount of time, Motzah Shabbos, for him to have done the malacha. But since he did it for you Bifahesia in public, then it's always going to be Asa. Another common example. But Moshe's got a Gavaldi Gutruvenik with Moshe. In Arachayim Chenebe Semen Yudzayim. He says, what about a Siddha? That was printed on Shabbos. You saw this from Moshe? It's Kavadah Gachuva. But Moshe says, if you have a Siddha that was printed on Shabbos, but Moshe says it's Osa to daven or learn from that Siddha or Sefer even during the week. You're never allowed to have Hanar from that. Why? Because it's obviously done for a Yid, because it's a Siddha or a Sefer. And it was done by Goy, I hope, for a Yid, for Fahesia, factories, workers, everything. And therefore it's Osa for a person to have any Hanar from that whatsoever. If Yashav Zatzal said another example. Imagine... If a goy takes a picture of you on Shabbos, for you, you're never allowed to have an You're never allowed to have an Okay, you're never allowed to know why? Because a goy did a malacha for a yid, but for hesia. In public, that hano is always going to be asa. Even though normally a goy does a malacha for a yid, you're allowed to have an on Shabbos, Kadeshi asa, the amount of time it takes you to do the malacha. But here it's done, but for hesia, it's worse. Binyamin, you with me? Gavaldik. Gavaldik. What about the guy who does malacha for himself? He does it for himself. Right, you're in a hotel, you're sitting in the lobby, it's a little bit dark. The guy comes in, switches on the light, and goes to sit down and read. Are you allowed to have an off on the light? Because who did he do it for? He did it for himself, because he wanted to read. Or let's say a guy comes into your house, and he's like, the guy that works in your house, like, oh, it's boiling in there, he puts on the air conditioning for himself. Are you allowed to have hanar from that, right? So generally the halacha is, and the Shokhanah tells us, the involved, is that it's mutter. You're allowed to have hanar from that which a guy did for himself. He did not do it for you as long as... Major condition, Rabbi Isai. There's no chashash shema yarabe. When there's a chashash that he's going to add more for you, then you have a problem. Okay? If, you, if you're if a chashash that if he sees you there, he's like, ooh, we need more lights because there's a whole bunch of yidden over there. So even though he's doing it for himself, but there's a chashash that if you use it, he's going to come to have an awe, that is going to be problematic. I'll give you an example. Let's say you have a guy in the house and you say, do me a favor, could you go down to the basement and pick up some more chairs? We need some more chairs for the dining room. Now, you know 
that the goes is going to switch on the light in the basement. Is that motor or osa? There's no way of him finding the chair without the light. It's impossible. It's dark down there. Is he allowed or is he not allowed? What? What so what? I'm telling him to go down to the basement. A chalik of going down to the basement is... You can't get the chair without the light on. He has to put on the light. That's for himself. Oh, very good. That's for himself. What's he going to say? Yeah, but you can't see the chair without the light. You have to, you're going to have to put on the light. Huh? Oh, very good. Nisana, one second. Beautiful. Nisana Chaim, one second. Excellent. Excellent. Good question. David, you with us? What we're saying over here? You're allowed to send the guy to a situation that you know he's going to put on a light or do any malacha for himself. Not for me. You do it for him. Why is he putting on the light? Why is he using the elevator to go up to the second floor? Not because he has to. It's his convenience. What if you go with him? What if you go with him? I'm going with you to the to the, to the basement. Motorasa. Yeah? He's also doing it for you. That's the problem. The moment you're also there, he's also doing it for you, and therefore you've got to be careful. I'll give you an example. What? Oh, so that's fine. Then he's doing then he's doing it fine. If you're not going mummish with him. Then it's okay. I'll give you an example. Chazanish had a problem once in his house. There was no light on. He needed a light on. So what did he do? He called the guy from outside. And he said, would you like a drink? And the guy says, sure. A drink from a Chazanish. Ah, Shirayim from the Rebbe. So he comes inside. And the guy says, it's dark in here. Switches on the light for himself. Because he wants, he wants a light. So they're like, oh, Hashem. Okay, sorted. They didn't realize that when he left, he switched off the light again as he exited the building. So they had to bring him back inside. The stipler brought down the mitzah. They had to bring him back inside. Tell him, just, you know, you want a drink again? He's like, okay. Had another drink. This is by the way they eat to do in your, in your hospital, in your hotel room. Right, you have these hotels, the fancy ones, right? The fancy ones. With the, with the cards, put the card in, beep, and it goes. So what happens if you're stuck outside on Shabbos without it? You can't get in. It's electric. What are you meant to do? Wow. Tell him you want to go inside. Tell him you need to. You, would you like. I have a beer in my room. Nobody's going to have a beer in the room. But theoretically, something similar to that, right? I have something in my room. Would you like it? They're like, okay, no problem. And you let them go inside. They're going inside for themselves. If they're going inside for themselves, then it's not a problem. Right? That's the basic idea um, in that case. If they're going for themselves, then it is generally going to be okay. But that's their job. That's fine. They're doing it also for themselves. That's a good question, by the way. Oh, I want to ask you this question. We're not going to get to it now 100%. Let's say you go to a, a bar mitzvah or you go to a hotel on Shabbos and the waiter comes over to you with a notepad and says, what would you like to eat, chicken or meat? Whatever you say, they're going to they're write down. Are you allowed to answer? Or is your answering causing them to write? Or do you say that the... Oh, or do you say that the writing they're doing is not for me? I don't care if they write it down or not. Forget they, they just remember themselves. They just got so much to remember. Remember, they're, they're going to do it for themselves. Mask him? Yeah. Okay. Pashtas, that's the case. And therefore, you, you would be allowed to do that. So therefore, the Hana, a person has to know, generally, is going to be, you have to know if they're doing it for you or they're doing it for them. Let's move on to our side to the next topic today. Okay? The halachas of Remes. This is very, very important to understand. We're not going to finish this in one shot. But it's very important to understand. So, like this. Let's say... So far, whatever malacha that the goy is going to be doing is going to be hana, which is not a direct hana. And therefore, if it's not a direct hana, I've got no chiv mecha. I've got no chiv to protest. He's switching off the light. He's switching off the air conditioning. He's switching off the heating. Whatever it may be. How do you ask him? How do you get him to do it? Okay, that's the shayla right now. So this starts from a dark kemosha. 
the Darach HaMoshe in Shemin Shin Zayin Sif Zayin brings the Oiz Zerua that says like this just like it's also to tell a goy to do a melacha, it's also to hint to a goy to do a melacha. Now most people have this mistake. They think, oh, as long as you hint it to the goy, then you're okay, right? Wrong. No such thing. First of all, even if you did hint to him in a white way, that's multi, you have to worry about the hano. This is what people don't understand. As long as you hint him, it's okay, right? But he's doing it for you. So it's also, you can't have hano. So you always have to worry about the hano aspect. Leave out the hano aspect for a moment. Okay? And now the situation is that the, 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 the Yisrael says it's also to hint to the guy. Says the Morgan Avram. Says the Morgan Avram. According to this, it's also to tell a guy, clean your nose. What? Why is it also to tell a guy to clean his nose? Doing what? Cleaning his nose? What, what nose? What's the problem with cleaning your nose? What's the problem with cleaning your nose on Shabbos? What's that? Daniel? To clean your nose? It's not a malacha. So what's the problem? There's no problem. Does the Morgan Avram just lie to us? Yeah. No! The Morgan Avram says that when you tell the guy to clean his nose, what's he going to do? He's going to fix the candle! Because he understands that the candle is dripping. Right? The wax candles is dripping, is dripping, and the oil's going to go out and it's going to mess me up. Therefore, you can clean your nose. Hint, hint. And he understands. Ah! By the way, a lot of goyim don't understand. Like, huh? That's why you say shalos and goy every single day. Right? There's something like, what? I don't understand anything. Right? But a guy that works in your house, you understand. Clean your nose. Ah! Uh-huh. So the Morgan of Oms is not allowed to do that. Says the Morgan Avram, he brings in a Guda that says it's mutter to tell a goy I have a major problem. I can't read this letter; it's closed. What do I do? What do I do? I, 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 there's a letter that's closed. I need to read it. I, what should I do? I'm allowed to tell him that because the goy understands. You're allowed to open it. So why is that mutter? Says the Morgan I don't understand. In one case, it's also to tell the guy clean your nose because that's going to cause him to clean the candle, which makes a problem of you know havara and keyboy whatever. On the other hand, he brings in a guru that says, I'm allowed to say to the guy, guy, I can't read this letter. <coughs> oh, okay. And he opens it. Why is that one time? No, wait a second. Come on. Let's go. Come on. Wake up! What's the answer, no? Domino. What's the tarot? Somebody give me the tarot. No, wait a second. Ten shekel. Let's go. Oh, let's go. No? Want 20? Make it 20? Clearing your nose is much less related to what you're asking to do. Which means? Clean your nose. nose! What do you mean? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What does he mean? It's got nothing to do with fixing the can. That's why it's also? No, it's also. The case of the letter was mutter. What is it? What are you, what are you just hinting at? It's like just a different language of telling him, do this. But this one's just a code. You're saying, I want to read this letter. Ooh. Did you get ten shekel on that? No. Yeah. No. One second, one second. What's he saying? He's saying Gavaldi Gazach. Comes along Mr. Ellenberg and he says, Mayudik. He says, Pashut. The case of the Mughan of Rome, opinion knows, is an instruction. You're just changing the word light to the word nose. Masha Inki, in the case of the letter, what's the case of the letter? I'm telling him a story. One day there was a letter, and this letter I cannot read. And he's like, oh, I guess you want me to open it. I didn't tell him an instruction. That's what you meant, right? You can catch? I'll show you my basketball skills. 
That's, that's my, that's my fault, not yours. Okay, Rabbi Sai, we're going to have to clarify this, but this is the main nukuda of the difference between a remez, Belashen Sivoy, and a remez, Belashen Sipo. The remez could be a hint in both ends. It could be a hint in a story form, and it could be a hint in an instruction form. And the Nafkamina Be'ez Hashem tomorrow, we will go through to understand, because this is a very crucial part of these halachas, to know this for the rest of your life, Be'ez Hashem, the difference between this, have a wonderful day.